going to start this off. It's already started. Whoa. Yeah. Dude, this is another podcast. When my feet hit the floor, look out, world, because it's already started. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Let me tell you, before we get started here, let me tell you about this. Well, first of all, we're not drinking any alcohol right now. I think I'm still got plenty of alcohol. Well, y'all made a huge mistake last night. From this morning. We have a big party tonight to go to. Anthony's 50th birthday. Happy birthday, Anthony. Happy birthday. Um, This probably is not going to come out for about a week because we just released a podcast. So some of this news might be a little dated for you, but, you know, it's all good. Last night, I was pretty good because we went and helped decorate. We came back. Had a few drinks. I went to bed. You were feeling pretty good last night when you went to bed. I wasn't drunk. I had a buzz, but... You were close uh, to it. How could you tell? <laughs> Y'all were like... Because whole, you were already feeling good when I got here. At we like had just got here when you got 1130. here. 11.30. We had just got here. And I had had one beer and uh, one drama scotch at the thing. Mm, you, you. I just seemed drunk because I'm so intoxicating... Lee, no, no don't work. <laughs> that that <laughs> just fell, that fell apart. Good try. Sometimes you're so full of shit it just doesn't work. Uh, anyway, I went to bed and y'all stayed up and brought the sun up. And I'm like, y'all did that backwards. Y'all should have done that tonight at the party. Ah, uh, you know I'll still do it. But anyway, what was my point? That we messed up. Well, let me tell you about my uh my cup of coffee today. Oh yeah. My back to my point. We're not drinking alcohol, but I do have a cup of coffee here. You have a uh, Dr. Pepper Zero. Zero. Let me take a sip of this coffee, by the way. This is why we have no fans. We talk about you. There's a lot of reasons we don't have any fans. (laughs) That's just one of them. So I I rode with Alicia to go get Anthony's cookies, which those cookies are pretty damn cool, by the way. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I was talking crap. I was like, why the hell do we have to drive all the way to Marvel to get $50 cookies? And then I saw the cookies. I was like, holy crap, those cookies are awesome. Are they $50 awesome? Yeah. Wow. The, I'll get her to send. Well, you'll see them tonight. I'll just get her to send. She's got a picture of them. Anyway, uh, they look like little whiskey bottles and little cigars. And like it's themed with the party. Cigar cookies, cool. Yeah. It's a I always cigar. walk around one in my mouth. <laughs> That's usually what you do with cookies. And every once in a while, I just take a if bite of it. If you put a cookie like anywhere it. else, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> what if I put it in my pocket? <laughs> Um, but I was going to do some stuff around the house and Alicia was going to go get the cookies. I was like, you know what? I'll just go with you. And, uh, yeah. Cause you told me you were sleeping late today. Well, I slept till after nine and the way I've been here lately, that is actually late. Believe it or not. I've been on a pretty crazily tight schedule and I'm feeling pretty good about it. But anyway, that's a story for another day. We, uh, we leave to go and I'm like, you know what? I'll, I'm going to go with you. And I'm even going to drive, but I want a cup of coffee. Like, I, I just want a cup of coffee. It's cold outside. And you're still drinking that same cup? And, uh, no. Let uh, me tell you, this This is the story. Buckle in. It's a long one. <laughs> She's like, well, just pull over here at uh, the Seminole Market. It used to be Coker's. I was like, no, I've had their coffee. It sucks. I'll wait and go to the little coffee hut in Fulton. They got like a, the little, little one-man little hut where you drive... Around and like take a your barista thing. Yeah, you like you yeah. take your order and then you drive around 
to the other window, even though it's the same person filling your order, you have to go to a different window to get it. <laughs> you got to drive all the way around the loop to video. See you in a, 19 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> so I get there, and there's like f- five cars. It was usually never anybody there. And this was at like 11 o'clock, 11.30 a.m. Everybody wanted hot chocolate because it was cold. Everybody wanted something, and the line was not moving. And we had to meet this girl with the cookies. And I was like, you know what, fine. Just forget it. I'll go to the Shell Station right up the road. They have plenty of coffee because they cater to, like, truckers and stuff. Yeah. I went in there, and their coffee bar, they had, like, 19 pots of coffee. And every one of them had this much in it. And for those of you at home that can't see what I'm doing, I'm holding my pointer finger and thumb almost about a half an inch, a half an inch from one another. And I was like, you know what? I want a cup of coffee so bad. I'm just going to take all these pots make and, and make one. <laughs> but I got halfway through it, and I was like, screw this. It smells burnt. It's like not working. There's not enough. And I just sat, I just left the cup sitting there and walked off. I was so pissed. So we go straight to Morville, which is not that far from there. We make the, the back alley you know, illegal <laughs> cookie exchange for cash. We get out of there, go back through to the little... What'd you call it? Barista? And uh, well, I think the barista's the people inside. Then I found out why why there were so many people there. Because they were about to close. Like, close down? For the day. Oh. Every day okay. the people don't drink coffee all day, which is weird. So, most I drive all the old. way back to and through Smithville because they decided to move Dollar General to the other side of the town. Yeah, but it's so much better for Dollar it's General. It's bigger. They even have produce. You can yeah. get carrots at Dollar General. What? So they got their own little I bought a big section. box of donut blend breakfast, the generic Dollar General coffee, which is actually not it's bad. It's pretty good. That's not the case with every generic brand, but Dollar General's generic coffee is usually... I like their breakfast blend the best, but they were out. And uh, by the way, since when did everything... I knew a lot of things had gone up in price, but anyway. I get back home... And I made me a cup of coffee. And this is the very last of this long journey with me cussing and fuming. And so from nine o'clock this morning to it is now 10 till three. I've been sipping on this a while. You finally, it's ice cold. You finally got a cup of coffee. Right here, this is my last sip of my cup of coffee that by God I earned. (laughs) So, anyway, enough about my. Horrible life. <laughs> no, um, it made me enjoy the cup of coffee that much more. I've got a lot of announcements to make, so let's uh, I've let's. Got a couple. I don't have a whole. Lot. Let's get to it and well, move I through think, it. You know, first and foremost, we need to mention the passing of Lisa Marie Presley. Yeah, let's get to that when we get to the news. But yeah, that was that was a shocking thing that occurred uh, as as we record this yet. Yesterday or day before? Uh, I think it happened yesterday. Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The let's get to that when we get to up. when we get to the news. Um, just real quick. Uh, again, Anthony's birthday party. Happy birthday! We're not gonna have time before we leave to do a whole episode. So maybe the second half of this episode will be us talking about the party and how good it was. Which might be tomorrow. Or before we play D and D, and I'm off Monday, so tomorrow I'm off or, Monday too. Yeah, that's why we're doing a old school D and D session Sunday, which means late and eating a lot of food, which basically is like every other session. Say, we're just like, going to feel better the next day because we're like not going to be awake. Sunday we play. <laughs> um, so I, I announced on here that uh, Kill J 
Whoa. That was much better. That's Bell Mark Three. So uh, we were, we you. finished. We wrapped up the recording of our EP. Uh, we've done um, a live room concert thing that's going to be released somehow. Which me and Rob was starting to work on it last night. Yeah, He's, I want you to tell me about that uh, after this is over. By the way, how that went. Well, I can tell you, he let me listen to some of the live recording that he's been mixing down and show me some of the process and stuff he goes through. Man, it sounds good. Good. Well, I heard some of the audio from the recordings. But this is I what haven't, I'm talking about. Just the oh, audio. I thought y'all were going through the, the video footage. Well, we, is, we had to take all of my video footage and transfer it over to his computer. Okay. Which took... Like, so y'all used all your GoPros? Hours. Yeah, all my GoPros. Okay. Well, we haven't mixed anything down yet. We're just transferring them over. So, and the footage from both of our phones. Oh, yeah, so. yeah. Well, maybe you'll get some good stuff. Maybe you'll get footage of the dog running through. I've got that. That was hilarious. One of the, I don't know if it's on my phone or on the GoPro, but. That was, that was pretty funny. Rob's dog broke in and ran through our whole little area we were playing you were singing and i was fine until it started like rubbing up against my leg and i because i'm I'm, i mean listen let's face it i'm a true professional but when the star dog starts rubbing my leg while i'm singing (laughs) i just lose it so we we had an outtake there he was letting me listen to you singing uh oh he sent it to us oh did he yeah i laughed it was hilarious so um qj news i'm sorry as it as it works with most albums if you want to sell a record don't just record a record and expect the whole world to come find it you got to get out there and sell it and the way you do that is by playing shows is that when we play shows oh yeah and um you know it's like i've told the guys several times like hey the the highest selling record kill j has ever released hands down would be the verdict. And that's because we were beating the trail. Dude, we went on tour. We went every we went on two or three tours. <laughs> yeah. And played every sometimes three nights a weekend. Still working full time jobs, by the way. I had to take a lot of days off here and there and come in late and leave early a lot, but we we promoted that album. So we're starting to get some dates. We've got uh, a handful confirmed now. And a lot more in the works. I'll go ahead and I'll tell you, if you go to killjmetal.com and click shows, you can see the same list. And I'm uh, there's already a flyer up for this first one. Uh, Saturday, March the 11th, we're going to be at VFW Post 4490 in Aberdeen, Mississippi with, I can't read that small, Seeking 7, Affliction of the Absent and Forgotten by Fate. That'll be a blasty blast. We like playing there. That's where the that guy is that says, and, and I love this. Everybody thinks everybody thinks yeah. Anybody but Kill J is what he says every time people ask yep. him who's playing there. Anybody but Kill J. I love that. No, he he calls and asks, and he tells them, I don't care who's playing as long as it's not Kill J. Well, when he's there and people ask, he says, oh, as long as I Kill J, I think we'll be fine. But I don't understand why he hates us so much. I mean, have you heard us? We're not for everybody. Anyway, Kill J Live, Saturday, April the 1st. And no, this is not a trick. Get it? April 1st. 
Uh, we're coming back to Checkers in Dyersburg, Tennessee. I am so excited about this. Me too. Checkers is where we played Sean's wedding reception. Well, technically, we didn't play. It was no, Sean we did. And the shake weights. And no, it was the wedding thrashers the wedding is what thrashers. we were calling it because half of our <laughs> band had another uh, commitment. Well, then we got a couple of other people to fill in we to had form. XQJ members fill in. We had a Trey Swords. Trey S. Words. Trey S. Words come in. And, and Rob was and, uh, in that, that show. And we were going to do just a, we were calling it Wedding Thrashers, a.k.a. Sean and the Shake Weights. And uh, within the, the other, Seeking Seven's other gig got canceled. So we wound up doing both. Yeah. We just had a, a fun jam night of everything. It and was just it fun. It was awesome. The people there loved us. We loved it. We've been wanting to go back, and we're finally, at least, what, a year later, we're uh, making our return to Checkers and Dyer. And Dyersburg is a fun little town. A little over a year, yeah. It's a fun place to go, and I'm uh, really looking forward to it. That's that's going to be a good gig. So, if y'all haven't been to this place, and you ever get to Dyersburg... You really need to check. There's it a out. it's a it's a big place. It doesn't look like it, but it's there's long, a, and there's a lot to do there. And there was they have its pool own tables, and, pool room, and which they is have awesome. a, a big bar with a lots of different drinks. They have booths you can sit in, or you can just sit there, stand there, and watch the band. It's cool. I like it. Um, April the fifteenth, we are making our return to the railroad festival. People ask me all the time, "Are y'all doing the railroad festival?" The short answer is yes. The long answer is this is not technically railroad festival sanctioned. <laughs> yeah, we're playing um, the rock stage is going to be at Smoking Bros, and uh, that's out of the park area of where the official railroad festival is taking place. But the railroad festival is basically this huge festival that happens in a small town. So the whole town is the railroad festival basically during yeah. that weekend. And, and we can play here and call it the Railroad Festival's second stage if we want to. <laughs> so uh, we're going to have a lot of bands. We're still booking the bands right now. Um, Rob and uh, and Joe that, that own Smoking Bros, they're kind of coordinating that, and I'm just kind of involved. Um, but we've got a, a lot of cool things in the works for that. It's going to be we're going to we're going to do it big this year. It's going to be it's going to be awesome. Last year it was kind of thrown together, literally last minute. But last this year, year turned out really good. It did, but this this year is going to be like next level. Next one is Saturday, May the twentieth, at a place called a new place called For the Record in Florence, Alabama. This place is so cool. You need to look it up. Just the building itself is like this really old downtown building, in Florence that they've renovated into a music venue, and it's original music only, no covers allowed. What are we gonna do? What do you mean? We play like two covers, so we just won't play those. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. But those are like staples to our set. <laughs> hey. I guess you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, we'll we'll skip those two covers and gladly play any of our original. But no, seriously, that's neat. Like most most places are the opposite. Like yeah. don't come here playing your original crap. Nobody's heard that. Nobody wants to hear it. This is the opposite. It's like don't don't, don't play. Don't play that shit. Don't come in here heard. playing. Uh, <laughs> What's it called? We don't Freebird. care about your rendition. Of- don't come in here with Freebird. We we've heard that enough times. Go ahead and play your the stuff you wrote, and I I like that. We're gonna be playing uh, there with Seeking Seven and one other band that hasn't been booked yet. And again, that's Saturday, May twentieth at For the Record Music Hall. And uh, 
it's in the downtown area. There's like a brewery a mile and a half from there. So I'm going to try to go early, hit that brewery up and check it out. There's a lot of stuff to do in that area. So if you don't live in the, the Florence, Alabama area, road trip. Road trip. All right, that's all my Kill J stuff, and I'll leave you alone. I know that was uh, – some people get sick and tired of hearing about Kill J, but that's my band, and this is my podcast, so where else am I going <laughs> to – where else am I going to talk about this crap? No, nobody else wants to hear it, so I'm going to make you listen. <laughs> oh, wow. All right, what do we want to talk about next? We want to jump back into the news. Uh, you had brought up uh, – I'm going to jump in and make an editor's note real quick. I have no idea what that tapping noise is that you might be hearing in the background. Luckily, it's not up front and too loud, but – it's not my metronome. It's not, my metronome's not turned on, and the tap isn't even in time, so that's not it. It almost sounds like something we were doing. Like maybe one of us was shaking our leg and tapping a mic cable and anything, everything. But anyway, sorry for the distraction. I don't know what that is. We'll make sure it's not there next time. Yeah, Lisa, Lisa Marie was in her 50, 52, I think. Young, too 57, young. 57. She was in her 50s. You remember back, I won't remember what year that was. My timelines are getting all screwed up because. Because we're getting old. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, it doesn't seem like that long ago, but it, it probably was. She released an album, and it was a pretty good one, and went on a big tour and did a lot of appearances and did a lot of collaborations with other artists, and then then she just kind of disappeared. I and vaguely remember her putting something out. I didn't listen to it. She might have released something since then, but that's the – the last thing that I remember, because she was on television a lot, in the news a lot, and had a huge tour, and was she had a, a single that was pretty popular. Um, on the, I guess that was MTV, so that maybe that was longer ago than I think. Yeah, <laughs> that might have been nineties. <laughs> that might have been nineties. Because I was saying something about her mom being in Naked Gun, and you were like, "Dude, that was <laughs> that was a long time ago." <laughs> But I think this was like Naked Gun 33 and a third, or... That was mid-90s, late which, 90s. Here's a fun caveat about that. This is back when there were still, you know, Movies. well, a movie theater in Amory yeah. even. Like, even small towns had movie theaters. And it was fun to watch them try to figure that out on the marquee, because they had those letters that are in the box that you just... 33 and a third. Yeah, them try to pull that off. Most of them just put Naked Gun 3. There was a there was a, this came out today or yesterday. Yesterday, I a big shakeup in the world of Rick and Morty. It uh, you know when you first told me one of the co-creators of Rick and Morty got into some big trouble. Justin sounds, Roland sounds pretty serious. I was like, uh, you know, the show could still continue even if you know somebody involved in the show screwed up. But no, this is the guy that voices Rick and Morty. So if he's going to prison what does that mean for the show well if i don't know can he do his voice acting from a prison cell i don't think would so. people want him to oh i think it would be hilarious he's being well he's being accused of some pretty it's felony domestic violence domestic abuse or something yeah i don't know you know it's gotta be something serious for them to tag felony in front of those two words Normally, domestic abuse and domestic violence. It's not a it doesn't felony sound, charge. Yeah, it doesn't sound very good. Uh, 
and it being he is the voice of the main two characters. I think he voices more than just those two. Yeah. But that I mean, what are you gonna do without Rick and Morty? You could get a, you could get away with uh, Beth and Space Beth doing a couple of bottle episodes, but eventually everybody's gonna want Rick and Morty and unless they just kinda wait it out to see what it how it goes. Knowing Dan Harmon, he would get Somebody that sounds obviously so different and do Just it anyway. To make it uh, but that being obvious. said, there are a lot of very talented voice actors out there. Oh God, they yes. could probably do a almost spot on rendition of Rick and Morty. In he can holler at old Seth MacFarlane. That man can imitate anybody. Just about. <laughs> um. And I, I know they don't have Star Wars money, but they could do what they are doing with Darth Vader's voice. Yeah, but it's like you said, you got to have Star Wars money. For James Earl Jones stuff. signed off on his voice likeness, and they're going to digitally recreate uh, his voice for Darth Vader going forward. Man, that's that um, Disney money, man. And they've already done it in one of the movies. Which one was it? Was it the first one? So uh, Obi Wan. I think the Obi Wan show. They did that for. Uh, I think that was really him in Rogue One. I think that was his last appearance. I could. It's around that time. I don't want to look it up. Liam Nielsen, didn't they do that for him when oh, he was the, the Force Ghost at the end? No, that was him. I thought he kept saying he wasn't going to do it. He did, but he was trolling. Uh, but I mean, he was only in there for like five seconds. Yeah, so. it wasn't long. Oh, spoiler, folks. Well, if you haven't watched it by now, get out there. Um, I, I don't think they'll do that because uh, who knows? There's a lot of that'd be difficult to do. I think I think that the show's not going to come to a screeching halt. I think they'll probably get somebody who can pull those voices off. I think they'll try. Just fine. Yeah. They they'll probably know in that show even like throw in a couple of jokes about it. Like Rick, you sound different. Like what are you? What's going on? Morty, like, what's wrong with your voice? Yeah, something like that. They'll 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 make a dig at it. I can oh, just about yeah. guarantee you. Even though this is sensitive subject matter, this is Rick and Morty. They make fun of everything. If you're not offended by Rick and Morty, just keep watching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah watch the next episode. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, but yeah, that's mm, that's that's bad all the way around. That's one of my and, favorite. You know, first shows. he's got to be convicted. He hadn't, I mean, he hadn't even gone to court yet. So he, yeah, but if he's under allegations of this and on trial for it and been arrested for it, he might get uh, might be a non guilty verdict. You never know. I mean, OJ um, they they said he was not guilty. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that that was definitely worth talking about. I just saw that and was like, whoa. What have you got? Um, while you're pulling your notes up, I read. Uh, James Gunn is is doing good about, or it could be bad. I think it's good. He's he's interacting on Twitter a lot with fans and and speculation and stuff. But there was a lot of speculation going on and a lot of uh, rumors that, and they were even tossing out names out there saying that the new Superman has already been cast. And he came back and said, "No, that's definitely not the case." He said, "Superman will not be." recast until the script is done or damn near done really so they're not 
they may be looking, but they definitely haven't replaced. You know, they're already Despite looking. the rumors. Yeah. And I wouldn't put it past them to have already recast him. And they're just kind of... Uh, they could be trolling. Well, not really trolling, just... You know, not telling everybody the full story. Because, I mean, we just had the whole, as we talked about last episode, him not being <clears throat> Superman anymore. So, yeah, I mean, that's almost a, too soon, bro. Yeah, they wouldn't have done that already. It's just not going to happen. Again, like I said before, this episode is not coming out for at least a few days so this might seem like old news but I, i'd be remiss me being me if i didn't mention that as we record this yesterday was friday the 13th i know oh uh, i didn't know if you'd noticed or not of course i'm in so many friday the 13th and jason Voorhees fan groups that like it's just been a whole thing all week <laughs> and uh and being that it was Friday the 13th yesterday, I mean, come on. Surely I can talk about Friday the 13th for a little bit without getting the the normal, oh, my God, from a lot of our listeners and a lot of my friends that are like, you talk about Friday the 13th too much. Well, this is my podcast, and I like Friday the 13th, so that's <laughs> what's going to come out of my mouth. Uh, and it being Friday the 13th, I get a pass. There was a, a good article that came up on Bloody Disgusting that uh, – it was an update on the new show. They they start writing it in two weeks. But this is a piece of information I found very interesting. Um, the show will be written by Brian Fuller and uh, Victor Miller. Now, Victor Miller was the one who wrote the original Friday the 13th. And he's also the one that's been in court for the last what 10 plus years yeah. with Sean Cunningham, who's the daddy of Friday the 13th. And they've been fighting legal battles uh, with each other about this franchise. And that's why we haven't had anything new. That's why this has to be a TV show and not a movie. Um, there's different, a lot of, rules. and you would think like, Oh, well they must hate each other and they might, I've never heard any. I've heard a lot of interviews with Sean Cunningham, not so much with Victor Miller, but I've never heard them. But do they hate cast? Shade, well, that's what I'm getting to. Maybe they hate each other, but they're just like, hey, we can do business and not like each other. So, yeah. like some of those bands out there that the members hate each other, but they still go on tour and they still make records together because that's their that's livelihood. Their livelihood yeah. They're like, I hate you, but you know what? I, Daddy's got to get paid. I'm big enough to put that aside and do business. Yeah. And get the business done without it interfering. That might be the case. Or it might be the case that they don't hate each other and they're just like, hey, we don't agree on this. Let's let the lawyers handle it because that's what we pay them for. It's possible. That's kind of my attitude about car insurance. Like, I see these people, they get in like a fender bender and they're out in the streets yelling at each other. And, you know, sometimes it comes to blows. And I'm like, bruh. We pay our insurance companies good money to do this for us. Just in case. If, if we have a little fender bender, first of all, is everybody okay? Yes? Good. Beyond that, I pay a lot for insurance. Let yeah. them fight. I'm going to go do whatever I was doing and let them deal with it. Your whole day just got 
Oh yeah, it's not awesome. Over you know, but I'm not. I'm not gonna sit there and try to argue with somebody over whose fault it is. When there's a police report filed, the insurance companies will figure it out, and they'll, you know, let them fight. I'm I'm paying them to 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 fight that fight for me. I got I got plenty other fights in my life. I don't need that one. And that might be the case with this. It might be just like, but obviously, either way, they're working together because Sean Cunningham is involved with everything Friday the Thirteenth. I mean, he's the original uh, producer, director. He's involved in everything, even the games and all the licensing. And he's—I didn't know he was involved in the games. Yeah, he's Friday the Thirteenth's daddy. That's his brainchild. I read his book. Uh, it's on—it's good. It's on. Uh, it's on Audible. Yeah, it's on Audible. I uh, can't remember the name. It's the name of the town, Blairstown, New Jersey, I think's the name of it. I, I'm not even sure. I'll have to look it up, though. Anyway. Uh, I, but I've, I've, dude, I've spent more money on Audible than I have anything. I've been listening lately. a lot of audiobooks lately. But either way, they're working together on this, obviously. So that I thought that was really interesting. Another thing that's really awesome is. I don't want to say her name wrong. Adriana, Adriana King is going to have a return recurring role. If you don't know who that is, that is Alice, the Alice from part one and two that relieved How Pamela Voorhees of her now? head. Oh, uh, well, let's see. I've got it pulled up. She's got to be in her 60s. She was in a fan film not that long ago. And uh, normally Wiki shows their age. Or what year they were born. Look right over there on the right. That's where I'm looking. That's where it usually says it. Maybe she don't want nobody to know. Hey. A gentleman never asked a lady her age. Either way, she's the one that cut Pamela's head off, spoiler alert, in uh, Friday 13th Part 1. And then Jason took his revenge against her in Part 2. And she's going to be in this show. She's the original Final Girl. Oh, wow. And that led to a long tradition of Final Girls in Final Girls in the Friday the 13th franchise and other slasher films. Toward that, now they're that, actually called Final Girls. Oh, yeah. that's There's, <laughs> a, know, there's whole, a movie out called Final Girls, and it's supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, usually in horror movies, guys are too stupid to last to the end of the movie. Oh, they'll die trying to be the hero or something, you know? Yeah, don't be a hero. <laughs> not, not, not a slasher film. Um, speaking of don't be a hero, one more thing about Friday the 13th, and I'll shut the hell up about it. So, uh, be- because it's Friday the 13th, um, comic, uh, comicbook.com released a, a cool... Where'd it go? I had it pulled up. No, I'm sorry, Den of Geek released a uh, an article because it was Friday the 13th. And the, the title of the article is, When Did Jason Voorhees Become the Hero of His Franchise? This is a long article. It's really good reading, and I would recommend you checking it out. But uh, I was going to answer that question if it was posed to me. And I'll get your take on it, too. I think it was something that happened v- gradually as you got to know his backstory. Not You didn't really... Well, you actually did get... A good hint of his backstory in part one, a little in two. It was just sprinkled in throughout the. It's something I think happened gradually. The more you found out about Jason, the more you sympathize with him, and could and times relate to him. I mean, we've all been bullied before. Yeah, but we've I, always we've all been an outcast. As, I don't think you'd really call him a hero no not a hero but you root for him whether you realize it or not well we root for him for different kinda, reasons you know in a weird way you kind of want jason to win but that's because we're macabre 
I mean, we are really we like the gore and the slash. We want to see the good kill scenes. Yeah, and Friday Thirteenth franchise is well known for, for that. Yeah, they do. They do have had some great kills. So scenes. I don't think it's the fact that we we root for him and we're. We think he's a hero. Let me let less. me pose it like this: professional wrestling. You got a guy, a wrestler like Ric Flair, who was the quintessential bad guy through all oh, yeah. the '80s. Everybody booed Ric Flair. He was he was the dirtiest player, self proclaimed dirtiest player in the game. When the referee wouldn't look in, he would do a cup check. He would poke you in the eyes. He he was a dirty, dirty, dirty. man. He was a dirty dog. But somewhere he became so iconic and so cuts. He was so good at what he did. All of a sudden, people are cheering for him, even though he's still the bad guy. People want him to win. But that, that's, they love him. That's in wrestling. I mean, everybody. I like it unto that though. I mean, look at the NWO. They were bad yeah, guys. But everybody. Those roots NW, you still for the, see those NWO T-shirts. Everybody roots for the bad guys in wrestling for the most part. They used to not. Used to it was like Hulk Hogan well, was in the eighties. Yeah, nobody rooted for the bad guys. It did. It did kind of change over time. But it's like if somebody's good, really good at something, and you know it's you know quote unquote not real. I mean, you, Jason's not really killing people. He's not really real at all. So it's it's kind of okay for you to go, hey, that's badass. I like it, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um. But I, I see. The, I understand the question because I'm a big. I mean, I got Jason memorabilia everywhere. everywhere. So obviously, I like Jason. And they're like, why would you like somebody that kills people? Like, well, he doesn't really kill people, you know. It, it's <laughs> he's <laughs> having to defend. He doesn't really kill people for a fictitious. It's not character. real. <laughs> um. <laughs> The the actors that played Jason never got arrested for murder because they didn't kill anybody. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, uh, I, I think it's something that happened gradual, though. And I didn't know this until I read this article. The original script called for Jason to be the full-blown good guy against Freddy on Freddy vs. Jason. He was even going to be on the side of the, the teens that were going against Freddy. Really? And even though... Even though it still kind of came out that the, the that Jason's kind of lesser of the two evils in the movie, at least from my vantage well, point. Jason was being manipulated by Freddy. Yeah. I mean. Freddy was being Freddy. Because Freddy was just a badass, and he can do that. Well, Freddy's just Freddy, and he was being Freddy and yeah. taking advantage. And so that kind of gave you a little bit of sympathy for, for Jason in that particular movie, because he, he bullied him, you know. And uh, say what you will about <laughs> yeah. that movie, I have my... I like it, but at the same I, I time, I love that movie. But I, but there's some, there's some uh, pretty unforgivable offenses in that movie. Oh yes, definitely. That I've I've been well documented on saying in the past. So and I won't, we're not going to touch. It I won't this repeat. Time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the original script called for that, and the studio put their foot down and said, "No, Jason is not going to be a good guy. He is it, this is villain versus villain." And I'm glad you know it it, it worked yeah, out that me way. Too. I don't want to see. I don't want Jason to be like. Whoa, hey, dude, I want to don't ki be killing them kids. <laughs> like, well, it was kind of like who's fighting over who gets to kill them. That's which you know what surprised me about that movie? Jason's kills were like way more than Freddy's in that movie. Well, yeah, like Freddy was in the single digits. Yeah, let me look that up because when I saw the numbers, I was like, whoa. Yeah, just Google kill count. Yeah, somebody has already done. Uh, probably me. I've looked it up numerous times. I right, scroll all the way down because yeah, otherwise. Watch that whole video. There you go. 
There are 22 on-death kills. Of those, Freddy is only technically responsible for two. Wow. So, Jason 20, Freddy 2. Yeah. That surprised me. I guess because most of the movie, Freddy was, quote-unquote, stuck in the dream world. So Well, nobody remembered Freddy at that point. Remember, that was the, of the problem. Drugs. Yeah. Man, I, w- I want to chase so many rabbits right now, but I'm, I'm refraining. Yeah, let's don't. Bottom line is, the answer to that question for me, it happened gradually. It, it, you didn't watch the first Friday the 13th movie and necessarily go, yay, Jason, because you only saw him for two seconds. Part two, even when it was predominantly him, I think you were still scared of Jason. Well, we were Three, so young. Four, yeah, you were scared. It started. Six really helped, I think. I, helped, I think it helped you like Jason. I think so. But you know, here's my la- my last question I want to pose about Jason. And there's a lot of hardcore fans that could point out I mean, this franchise is riddled with inconsistencies, but by and large for the most part, you know, Jason you think he just wants to kill anybody and everybody, he just wants everybody to die. But really he only kills the people that comes to Crystal Lake showing their ass. So basically, what people I, that come to Crystal Lake, period. Yeah, and, and all the in kids. all the movies, all the townsfolk say, "Leave him alone. Leave it alone. Yeah, don't go, don't out, there, go out there. Stay away." And all the townsfolks are still alive. He don't go into town killing people. No, but they always don't. They don't listen. And then what happens? As long as you stay the hell away from Jason and where his little circle of. So at the end of the day, is he really just a? Murder hell bent on killing, or does he just want to be, or does he just want to be left the hell alone? Now that I can relate to, because sometimes I want people just to leave me the hell alone. He's just killing trespassers. I'm not going to kill him, but you know, basically they're breaking into his. Who don't want to be left alone sometimes? And Jason just happens to be somebody that'll kill for that. (laughs) He really. I would kill to be left alone right now. That's what Jason says every day. He he really loves his uh, alone time. Yeah. He wants to be alone with his thoughts. <laughs> Does he have thoughts? Um, he thinks about his mom. A lot. He's definitely a mama's boy. There's a Freudian uh, thing there somewhere. I'm sure. Again, that's all we're going to talk about. Jason. <laughs> we're, we're out of Jason stuff. I just thought that was an interesting article that they released but because of the Friday the 13th uh, holiday. <laughs> I guess you could call it. Uh, how many? One last thing. I lied. How many Friday Thirteens are in twenty twenty three? Three, I think. You're saying three? Uh, there are only two. Two. So there's gonna be one, one more, more in October. Oh, nice! October the what? Thirteenth. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I meant. <laughs> but <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's be yeah. shown on Nikki's wedding. <laughs> Or Sean and Nikki's anniversary. Okay, that was my blonde moment. I'll give you that. <laughs> that was a dumbass question. Then you've got to leave that in. Because I was almost going to say, no, I meant what day? Friday. <laughs> <laughs> but, but what? It's the 13th. <laughs> oh, uh, okay, my yeah. gosh. Touche. It's not necessarily <laughs> to say what dates. The, the two Friday the 13th occur. All you have to do is say the month. So that's going to be cool, though. October, the Friday, October 13th. Yeah. Which will be Sean and Nikki's anniversary. second anniversary. We need to go back to Checkers in Dyersburg and play there again on Friday the 13th. Deal. And we've all got enough Jason masks. 
to turn it to make it a whole thing. Let's do it. Sean, <laughs> uh, we was... need you to get on that. <laughs> oh, what day is it? Friday? <laughs> no, I mean like the 13th. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Oh, man. Enough of me that was awesome. <sighs> what you got in your notes? Uh, I've got a couple things, but I was watching a movie yesterday, day before yesterday. And I, damn, I can't for the life of me remember what it was, but Henry Cavill was in it. And there was a young, oh, uh, Hellraiser. What? Hellraiser, Hellworld. Henry Cavill was in Hellraiser. No. Yes. What? As like an extra or something? No, he was, well, okay, he really wasn't the main guy, even though the, the whole story was about him. So this is towards the end of the franchise when it was getting really. I don't know I before don't, this cool reboot that Hulu. I don't did. know when it come out, but they're towards the end. It was in a they had like two or three straight to DVD stinkers. The movie was actually pretty good. Was it? It had a uh, Catherine uh, Weinick in it. I heard that he got so bad that they even had one movie that was it was written but not as a hellraiser movie but they were about to lose the franchise rights so they just so they just cut and pasted pinhead in it and it was like a a shit show i don't know which one it was yeah it was pretty bad i lost track around part four probably i I thought i'd seen all of them but every time i go back and pull up netflix or something a new one pops up that come out like 20 years ago and i'm like what where did that come from yeah, a lot of them were, a lot of them were straight to DVD. Yeah, which the new Hulu one is straight to streaming, and it was pretty damn Man, good. It was really, good. I really liked it. I, uh, I can't do. say enough good about that. That that's the reboot that franchise needed. needed, and it wasn't even a reboot. That's the great thing about it. It's just another story in the the hell the Hellraiser universe, and it completely redid the canon. So the story can keep going and be relevant. But didn't screw up the canon either. No, it didn't. It didn't not. ruin it. Sometimes that happens. Well, yeah, sometimes if you try to add something new to a story, it don't go over well. But I think it went really, really well. All right, now this really isn't news, but uh, this is from the thedirect.com. It's the 10 best actors to replace Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. And I was kind of going through it, and I was like, that's pretty cool. Uh, the first one is Tarin. Get a little bit closer to your mic. Your sound waves look tiny. Man, I'm a shower, not a grower, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're not uh, showing loud enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the first one's Tarin Egerton. He's the guy that played on uh, Kingsman. Okay. They definitely need to get somebody young because you want them to be Wolverine for a while. Oh, yeah. Like Hugh Jackman was. Uh, the second one is Paul Mescal. Uh, he's from something called Normal People, which I've never seen it. Mm, not familiar. Uh, he's also on Gladiator 2. Which that must have been a straight to DVD release, because I do not remember a Gladiator two. Uh, oh no, it hadn't been made yet. They're making a Gladiator two. So he just landed the role, the starring role yeah. in Gladiator two. Okay. From the rumor I heard, the story is supposed to be about 
You remember that the bad emperor that Joaquin Phoenix played, and there was like a little boy that looked up yeah. to Ro- Russell Crowe. His, his, uh, it's, it's the story's going to be about the little boy. Was becomes, his nephew? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the story's going to follow him as a grown up. Okay, that's going to be pretty interesting. I mean, yeah, you you'd have to do something like that unless it's a remake. Because I mean. Spoiler alert, you the, can't the main re- characters died. Yeah, you can't really remake that movie. <laughs> It'd be like making Braveheart 2. Like, what? <laughs> uh, the third guy is Dars Montgomery, which everybody knows him as Steve on Stranger Things, episode, uh, season three. You remember him? Who? Steve. Yeah. He's he's, a, he's in contention for that. Yeah, or rumors, and which I didn't know, but he was also in Elvis. He played Elvis. I don't know if he I haven't seen that movie yet, not. but I've heard good things about it. Oh, I've heard a lot of good things about it. I just hadn't brought myself to watch it yet. I like music related movies, like the ones I've watched lately. Have always even these genres of music I don't care for have it's worked out. Yeah. Um, Alicia's been watching that show that's about George Jones, George and Tammy. Yeah. And uh, what I've seen of it was good. Um, the guy that's playing George Jones played General Zod in The Man of Steel. I knew he looked familiar. Well, he's played a bunch of stuff, but, but yeah. if you're a nerd like us, that's what you remember. That's what, I, that's what I, yeah, yeah he, I knew he looked he's real a good familiar. Actor. And dude, they're like, uh, much like Walk the Line, Joaquin Phoenix again, playing Johnny Cash. Yeah. Really submerged himself in the music because he sang all the parts himself which this, is pretty impressive this guy's singing all the george jones songs and doing pretty damn good night. yeah he yeah yeah really alicia played good. that uh um what's it called oh he stopped loving her today stopped, yeah uh well the next guy which i don't see this jeremy allen white he played the oldest brother on uh shameless oh yeah, Carl. Can, Carl? No, Carl's name? the youngest. The oldest was uh, the guy that's playing the bear. Yeah, matter of fact, that's what it says. It's the guy who's play who's in the bear. Him is Wolverine. I I, I don't see that. Not really. He'd have but to really again, get jacked. Well, and it, that I, I'm just thinking about that curly hair, which I'm sure they would. Which change. he ain't got curly hair in this picture. Let me see. Yeah, but that's not Wolverine hair. They can no, fix that no, thing. no, no, it's not. I don't know. He's a good actor, so good actors can... He might be able to play make it. it work. <clears throat> now, this guy, Brandon Pira, he was in Jordan Peele's new movie, Nope. Yeah. And I've watched half of it. It's on my list. I haven't seen it yet. What the half of it I've watched was interesting, but it's really slow. A lot of people said it's really good. Yeah, but it's really slow. So, uh, Milo Gibson, which I could see this guy. It's Mel Gibson's son. Oh yeah, and he's he's pretty big. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe. That name sounds familiar. Uh, should Harry Potter? Him as Wolverine? Which I mean, he don't look like Harry Potter anymore, dude. <laughs> I know. I mean, I've seen him since the Harry Potter stuff. Well, I mean, yeah, he was Batman. So, 
No, that was uh, <laughs> that was the other guy you can't stand. I, I, I'm so glad you said something stupid now to make up for my wins Friday the 13th. <laughs> oh man! Oh crap! Uh, <clears throat> Robert Pattinson, Guns Akimbo. That's what he was in. <clears throat> but you were trying to think of Robert Pattinson. Yeah, I was trying to think of Robert Pattinson. And I never said I didn't like him. I just didn't like Twilight. Yeah. But uh, he was really good in Guns Akimbo. That was a really action-packed movie. If you haven't seen it yet, I would I highly suggest it. I have not. Uh, Andrew Coy. Uh, which I don't know how a Japanese actor would go be in Wolverine. Hmm. It could work. I it, mean, it could. Does Wolverine's origin really tie him to a certain? Yes. Colonial. I mean, he's really old. I know that. Yeah, but I mean, he was born in the United all the states before it was technically like the colonies. Yeah, I can't really speak to his origins that much. Again, I I was always a DC guy. Well, I mean, the only reason I, I love the Marvel this movies is I don't because really... of Wolverine origin story. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't really remember a whole lot about I it. I liked but... the the Wolverine origin movie. I just don't remember that much about it because it was so long ago, and I've slept since then. But this guy was on uh, Snake Eyes and Bullet Train. So. Jesus, how many people you got there? I don't know who. Top six hundred and four people in line to play Wolverine. I thought it said top ten. I think I, I'll say this. I know it needs to be a young guy. Probably going to be English, British, because they get some kind of tax break. By like all actors and actresses are everybody's English now because it's cheaper somehow. But. Yeah, out of everybody on this list so far, I think the only one I could really see playing would be Milo Gibson. I mean, he's already jacked. He's young. He kind of looks like Wolverine right there. So... I'm fixing to have to go get ready, but there's something I forgot to mention, a huge announcement that I meant to make at the very beginning of the show. About NASA unbelievably starting to build homes on Mars? Uh, No, but let's circle back to that. <laughs> Put a pin in that. That's interesting. I didn't, um, I didn't save the article. The last episode, did you listen to episode uh, 192? This will yes, be 193, right? Uh, there were some audio issues, and uh, it's because as you've – if you've listened to the last three or four episodes, you know my laptop that I used to edit this on died. And I do mean died. I don't mean it has a problem. It's done. I went to a new system, and uh, there's some things that are different. Long story short, I used a, a plug-in. They kinda, it's, kind of, it's called Podcast Ready. It just kind of sets EQs and compressors for uh, a good sound palette for podcasting. For some reason, that plug-in caused your mic to sound like it was cutting out. It's not cutting completely out, but like the, it sounded like the volume would drop for a couple seconds and then come back. That's weird. But I didn't think it was going to be a problem because I would back it up as I was editing and play it again, and it didn't do it. And I was like, okay, well, maybe it's just this 
editing it's phase. Glitchy. And when I when I play it back, maybe it won't do it. But it did. But it wasn't a problem enough for me to start over. Yeah. Because the podcast would have came out a day or two later, and it wasn't that big of a problem. Because, again, you could still hear what you and Clint were saying. It, it would just, the volume would drop for a second. Are you sure it wasn't because I, me and Clint were sharing a mic and I was back? No, up? I did it before Clint joined oh, us. okay. Yeah, it, it was that plug-in. <clears throat> I narrowed it down to that. But anyway, it, it wasn't bad enough to, to scrap it and start over. So don't use that plug-in anymore. Not going to use that plug-in again. And uh, I just wanted to mention that in case you listened to the last episode and was like, what, what is going on with you amateurs? And we definitely are that. But, you know, at least I can, I can fix that. We can that. admit to it. <laughs> and we can fix that aspect of it. Hell, I think all we need is an outro on this bad boy, and we can call it 193 and put it in the can. Uh, I'm fixing to have to go get ready. Do you want to like do an outro tomorrow or Monday? Sure. Yeah, I mean, I've got a couple home. more notes that we can talk about on. Hang hang on to up. them, and don't forget that NASA thing. I got to go back and find the article. I think space is interesting. I mean, space all, is, all sci-fi is. I mean, it's a void of nothingness. Or is it? Or is it a void of everythingness? And we're the nothing. Kind of doesn't go together. Void. Are we space? Wasted space for for some people. (laughs) I didn't mean the podcast. I meant mankind. (laughs) I was thinking more globally. No pun intended. You're you're thinking on a larger scale. My bad. Yeah, I got a few things to do before we go to this party. The sun's going down fast. Let's finish this up. And like I said, I'll probably try to get it out. I'm going to go ahead and commit myself to a, a date. Today's Saturday the 14th. So I'll say by the 20th. I say uh, I'm going to release this Friday the 20th. When is that? A week from yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> When's Friday the 13th? Not even like what day? <laughs> no, what day of the week? Oh, I don't know, Friday. That is awesome. <laughs> Ugh, not my finest moment. I'm going to go ahead and tell you, people. <laughs> not my finest moment. And yes, of course, I'm leaving it in there. <laughs> I don't just make fun of other people. <laughs> Nobody's off limits, myself included. All right, well, we're going to take a uh, rather long break. A rather long break, and we'll be back. We'll be back tomorrow or Monday, just as hungover. <laughs> I'm not hungover, but I will be. Oh, I will be. <laughs> 18. Damn. Ding, 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 ding. I wish I'd have recorded that. Yeah, you was a little bit too late. I tell you what's not too late. This podcast. Wow. Day two. I mean, yeah. we recorded some. Like, this is Saturday. way early. I got, I got like a few days to edit this. I know. You know, I, my, I bet that's where it falls apart. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you mean that episode just dropped? We recorded that shit like a month ago. It's happened. It has happened. Well, it definitely happened when my laptop died. So... I think the last we spoke, we were talking about we were fixing to go to Anthony's party. We were. That day? That day. Yeah, that's right. And that was Saturday, and today's Monday. And, man, did we have a good time. It was a party. good party. Yeah. Seen a lot of friends that we hadn't seen in a long time. More people than I expected, and uh, some, of them, uh, some of them really drove some pretty good distances yeah. to be there. So that was that was really cool. Had a great time. There was some singing, a little bit of dancing. Rob was doing karaoke. There was a whiskey bar, plenty of Cigar beer. Cigar bar. A lot of food. 
Yeah, there was a lot of cigars. I feel bad for y'all smokers, though, man, because it was really cold outside. Well, you notice everybody sat around the fire pit. Oh, yeah, you could not get a place at that fire pit. I went outside for just a minute to talk to Alicia, and I was like, y'all can have it. I'm going back in. Yeah, it was uh, it was really cold. Um, But nonetheless, really good time. And then we were going to play. Uh, so we stayed at Sean's house last night because we don't drink and drive. We went to Sean's house and rode with him and Nikki to the party and back. Crashed there, got up, hung out with them a while. Me and you set up a 3D printer for them. Yeah. Which was cool. Uh, Then we were going to come back, and I had to, I was going to have to stop and get groceries for us to cook uh, something while we're from D&D. And uh, we get to Anthony's house, and Lars just like handing us like There's bags so and bags food of food. Left. Yeah. yeah, I was like, "Holy cow! We well, we're hooked up for D and D. Ain't got to go get groceries. Ain't got to cook, and still have more for tonight for D and D again." Dude, I bet there's enough to last for the. Probably the rest of the week. Well, there's one gallon <laughs> Ziploc bag full of barbecue in the refrigerator right now that we're going to get into. I don't into. know how much was left over from that that we cooked last night, that half gallon. I think I think we knocked it out. Did we? Pretty okay. sure. Yeah, because it was in a bowl, and that bowl was empty. Oh, okay. But, yeah, I mean, like six people ate off of it, so. Well, the kids came in and fixed a plate, too. That's what I was saying, yeah. six people. Well, you count. Technically, seven. you'd have to count me as two or three because I made at least two plates. Yeah, but, but yeah, all, um, yours was like low carb plates. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I have been on a diet and I have lost some weight, so uh, I'm pretty happy about it. I feel good. I feel better. Well, good. You don't look any better yet. No, you can't tell. But it. it's coming. Somebody my size has to lose a significant amount of weight before you even notice. Like around thirty pounds. That's when people start going, "Hey, man, yeah. have you lost weight?" About 30 pounds. I know that feeling. So. And at about 30 pounds, I can do cool shit like wipe well, my ass, tie my shoes, <laughs> wash my back in the shower. See my own feet. <laughs> yeah, things like that without bending over. Yeah, it's it's nice to be, you know, where you, it's nice to be able to, to move. Um, I've always said back back when I was lifting weights real heavy, like I was I was just really into it. And Hang my, on, you was lifting heavy weights or lifting, lifting weights, weights heavy. really heavy? They were heavy to me, probably not to anybody else. But uh, my biceps, my body responds pretty well to lifting weights. Um, my biceps had gotten so big that you have this, like, that muscle in your back. What is that? The, uh, the big lateral you. muscle on the sides that kind of pokes out. Yeah. Because uh, I was doing a lot of pulling stuff so your back muscles activate which my back was feeling great too by the way when you exercise your back it really supports your spine but i would i got to the point where i'd reach around to wash my back and my bicep would hit that muscle and it was hard like i had to get each end of the washcloth and do it like this so you're bragging about saying you used to be jacked no uh for for one, because I'm not anymore, but two, that was an inconvenience I could tolerate. <laughs> not being able to tie my shoes, that's an inconvenience I cannot tolerate any longer. Yeah. So, I, I don't. I didn't mind that inconvenience when my muscles were too big. I do mind the inconvenience when I can't bend over without falling over. I, I feel you on that. Or get down in the floor without making a lot of old man noises when I get back up. Oh, God. When we was putting that printer together and I was down on my knees, yeah. I could not get back up. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. My knees have not been hurting since I got on this diet. It's a, the reason I'm doing this particular one is because it's really helps with inflammation. My foot still hurts all the time, but 
I'm blessed with the plantar fasciitis. But then again, we're we're getting old, man. We so, are. <laughs> and we drink way too much. <laughs> I've cut way back on that too, with the exception of well, the party, the last this whole weekend. Yeah, this entire weekend. But anyway, enough about me and all that stuff. Um, have you got? I mean, it's only been a day, but have you come across any news? Well, I come across some stuff that I had before we left. And it's just a couple small things, but uh, Dungeons and Dragons is talking, well, Paramount is talking about a live action series of Dungeons and Dragons. That movie comes out pretty soon, doesn't it? I want to say this month. Let me look that up. We announced it on here. Yeah, I don't remember when it was. uh, Yeah, that's been more than five minutes, so I don't remember. By the way, I came out here this morning. I was like, oh, my God, he stayed up all night, which he probably did. But this was like like 11 o'clock this morning. I hadn't been asleep very long. <laughs> I, I thought you were awake because of the noise coming from the man cave, and you were sitting here sound asleep with a Metallica concert playing wide open. I didn't know it was on. I was listening to Romstein when I finally yeah, passed out. Concert. I stood there I stood there right beside you and watched it for a few minutes. I, I was there. <laughs> That's why your hair is braided, by the way. Um, let's see. What well, was you I a, uh, when Dungeons and Dragons movies coming out? March thirty first. Oh, March. Hey, that's before okay. April. Okay. <laughs> well, one day. Yeah, before. we're uh, <laughs> we're halfway through January, so we ain't got a long, a whole long way to go. Yeah, and there wasn't a whole lot of news that went along with this. Well, while we're on Dungeons and Dragons, Clint explained it to me twice, oh, about, about the, uh, and I still license. don't get it, but a, a lot of people are really mad at D&D right now because of some open source thing they passed where you can't you can't sell a module you made, basically, now. Is that it? You can't sell it without going through them. And to go through them, you have to buy the open It's like really expensive, license. and it yeah. used to be free. So a lot of people are not happy about that at all and because for years and years and years and years you could write your own stuff and sell it and they didn't care yeah and and the backlash off of that uh they said a lot of the big D &D guys like critical role and uh geek and sundry and they've all like just went in and disabled their D &D accounts yeah a lot of youtube channels are going from D D to pathfinder yeah which Clint said he can convert all our stuff to Pathfinder, and it wouldn't even be that big of a difference. It's not that big of a, a jump between the two. It would just be weird for me because I've been playing D&D since I was a kid, and then now at 46, I switch over to something really, else. Really, it's, it's just basically calling it something else. It's, it's, yeah, I know. There's a few rules that are going to be different, but it wouldn't overall, it wouldn't affect us if we was to swap over. Um, you know, Clint told me something interesting this morning that I'm looking to talk to him about when he gets here. He should be here soon, by the way. So you might hear him on here. Um, he said he's going to start giving us an inspiration for every long rest. That's one of the new new rules. I didn't know they were doing new rules, but that's pretty awesome. And you know what? With an inspiration, you can re-roll a 20-sider at any time for anything. Um, if you roll a 20 for an investigation and you roll a 5... And you really, really want to find out what's going on, you can say, hey, I use my inspiration and roll it again. If you roll to hit and you miss, 
You can use an inspiration. You, can use, you, might, you might miss again, but you'll get another one the next day. So that's well, pretty cool. Usually the DMs only give cool. one out. I thought you had to do something. Something cool. Yeah, really uh, out of the box thinking or a great idea or to get an inspiration point. I've been I've got one inspiration that I've been saving since like the first week of this campaign <laughs> that I've been hoarding. Now I'm just going to be using them like crazy because well, I'm going to get, one, get one every long rest. And yeah, why yeah. not? Well, that's one thing I've learned is I, I used to be a hoarder. Um, at the beginning of the the last campaign we did when I was playing Laz. I had the uh, Stone's Endurance, which, uh, what did it give me? Extra hit points, I think. Stone's Endurance, yeah. yeah. It was like a 1D12 plus something level, maybe, that I could get, but I could only use it once a day, so I never used it, like ever. And then uh, I was like, why not, you know? Yeah. And I got to admit, and this is metagaming, and, and I don't do it on purpose, but I know that we quit around 10 o'clock. And if we're in a battle and it's getting close to ten, I'm more apt to use my shit because I feel like it. we're gonna yeah. stop anyway. But that can turn and bite you in the ass because sometimes we pick right up where we were without a long rest, and then I don't well, have any of my most shit. Most of the time we do because unless we've been playing game time, like you know, for hours. I'm sorry, this beer sucks. I'm gonna get another one. But yeah, unless we've been playing, you know, for hours in game time. I mean, we've played three sessions where we only got one long rest. Well, like, uh, well, I better get over there before I talk. These microphones won't pick me up across the room. Yeah, they don't, they don't pick up that well. Not across the room. Which is a good thing, because you can't hear every little noise like you used to could on here. Um, last night, when we started, we picked right up from the last time. Yeah. Which had been... It just it just before. boils down to how many in-game hours we've been up. Uh-huh. If it's been if it's around eight, nine, ten hours, we're gonna do a long rest. Yeah, he'll let us long rest on that. But what he won't do is if we have a battle and we all get hurt, we go, "Ooh, we're gonna take a long rest." He's like, "Dude, y'all've been just up two woke up. y'all've been up two hours. <laughs> you're not taking a long rest. I might let you take a short one, but you're not taking a long one." Which short rest can really hurt you too if you don't you don't. Uh, Use them correctly. Well, if, if you get too greedy and roll yeah. too many hit die, which sometimes you have to. I did. I had to roll uh, all but one. I think Alicia had to roll all seven of hers last night. Just to she get got hurt. Up. We all got hurt bad. We were fighting a giant T Rex. Yeah, as yeah. if T Rexes aren't big enough. This, this one was, was magic, a giant, giant magic T Rex yeah. that vomited uh, insect plague. Man. The insects weren't a big problem though. Uh-uh. The T Rex, that was a bit of a problem. But we, uh, we prevailed. We beat him. I got bit. I didn't get tail swiped. I think y'all did a couple I didn't. times. That's why I went to the high ground. Matter of fact, I didn't. Get like, I'm gonna hit. fight this guy face to face. I know he might bite me, but he sure ain't gonna punch me with them little arms. I didn't get hit at all. Really? The only thing I got hit by was the uh, insect plague. <clears throat> You know, uh, now that Alicia's leveled up, she has banishment. She tried to banish him. Yeah, but that's going to be interesting. Is not as cool as you think it is. Oh, it's, it's great. It can save for, your life, so that's pretty cool. It can, but they're only banished for a minute. I thought it was an hour. No, it's a minute. That's, sometimes that's a, enough time to get the it's hell out of dodge. Enough to let you get out of there, but 
But they don't just it's pop right pop back. They're right gonna, back. Oh, are, it, after is a it? minute, yeah. Oh, okay, I thought it was banished to uh, either another plane of existence, the if that's where it's from. It, it banishes you to the plane you're from. Yeah. So if it's a, if it's from your plane, it just goes to a, a non-threatening place for a minute, and then pops back. I didn't know it popped back. I thought it had to find its way back. Uh-uh. It it, it comes right back. Hmm. Well, sometimes a minute's all you need. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a long time in gameplay. Yeah. I mean, think about how many dashes I mean, you can do in a minute. That's 10 rounds. And a dash is 60. 60 feet. Well, yeah. it's double what your movement is, but yeah. I'm just, well, you could just do dash after dash after dash. And, and uh, T-Rex is uh, really hard to fight, but not all that smart. So No, they're not really hard to hit either. Well, believe it or not. If you're trying to hit the side of a barn, it's... Not hard to, but not easy to miss. Their AC class is so low. To Most begin of the big with. monsters, barring any kind of magic they have, have a low armor class just because yeah. they're so big, they're, they're easy so to hit. Big. But big oftentimes means big hit points. I think this one had maybe, did we figure? 200, I think. No, I think it was five. No, it wasn't that high. Really? We only played it for three rounds. Seemed longer. We did seem longer. We've had a lot of encounters. We've had a lot. We got a lot of people on our party. So, but yeah, I lost a hand. Oh, that's right. Are you going to get an accessory like a chainsaw or a like go Ash versus Evil Dead stuff? Well, we are going to go try to. I'm going to try to find an artifice when we get Mm. back in the town and see if he can't make me like a a metal hand. What are those things called? The War Forged. Like they're they're yeah. kind of like part magical golem slash steampunky and yeah, robot. You could get like a one of their hands. No, because that works with the soul sorta. Yeah, it just transfers your being, your essence into that war machine. I just need a hand. <laughs> There's and, so many jokes. Give this guy a hand, will you? Yeah. And we're gonna try and turn my hand into a familiar into, into thing. So it can just like ride around on my shoulder and do shit for me. That would be really cool. Dude, that would be so awesome. I bet Nanny Boo Boo could resurrect your hand and turn it into thing. Well, hey, I might need to use that uh, Hail Mary. And uh, <laughs> Well, that'll be an oh, by the way, while we're here kind of thing. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, we still got a lot of, uh, where are we at, Omu? Yeah, the to, lost city of Omu. Yeah, we still got a lot of Omu to uh, get through tonight. We've got... We've, there's these little boxes we're having to collect, and they're we've puzzle got puzzle pieces. We've got almost half of them. We've got four of nine right now. We had a good long session last night. It won't be as long tonight, but uh, well, I still bet we'll get at least two more tonight. Yeah, because I don't have to cook again. We're just heating up food. That yeah. that takes away an hour whenever oh, I'm yeah. grilling and stuff. Because even though I'm like, y'all go ahead, I'll catch up. Like Clint never starts until we're all like sitting around the table. Well, I mean, there's no need to because. One, you're missing out on part of the story, and we're having to wait for you on your turn or for you to roll something, and, you know, we're constantly back and forth, so. I do like it better when you're here and not playing over the camera, but I know you can't always be. Man, your phone is going nuts. Yeah, there's some. Uh, I bet in the uh, the wrestling group on Facebook. No, this is actually fam chat. Oh. Uh, the Sicilian Mafia boss was arrested today 
after 30 years of them trying to track him down. Hmm. Hide and seek world champion right there. Pretty much. So, yeah, it's uh, the, the fam chat's going off about it. <laughs> so who in your family is actually Italian? Your dad? Yeah, it's on daddy's side, but it's kind of, it's really distant. Apparently, my lineage was assholes because we'd go from one castle to the other and we kept getting kicked out of that country. Or at least that's the story we've been told that's been handed down. So, is any of y'all done the 23andMe stuff or the. My sister has, but it doesn't, for some reason, it doesn't pick up well on the female side. Really? Yeah. I I don't understand why. I don't either. She was telling me that I had to submit mine to. Uh, I'm like that comedian that said, "Are you seriously going to send your spit to the internet? <laughs> like a clone of you is going to knock on your door one day, pretending to deliver a pizza and take you out and replace you with it." Well, I mean, it's not like the government and the Mormons don't already have our DNA on file. The Mormons, all the ancestry, and they've got the largest DNA sample of everybody. It's locked up in some some mountain, big mountain safe. By the way, I've got the uh, Mormons on the line right now, and they are not happy. Well, I mean, it's not a secret. I don't know why they wouldn't be happy. <laughs> it sounds conspira- conspiratorial. It was a conspiracy. It was one of those conspiracies that come out to be true. So You know, as much as we talk about doing the conspiracy, conspiracy theory podcast, we've never really done one. Because where do you start? True. Which ones do you pick? Which ones do you leave alone? This is the approach I would like to take. Some feathers? Do you want to? Well, I mean, I think if we do it, especially like if we do a conspiracy theory podcast, I'm not trying to convince anybody of anything. I'm just relaying information, more yeah. or less. Now, I might give my opinion on if this is just crazy or this is silly. Some conspiracy theories I do not believe at all and do not buy into, but I'm really glad they exist because I get a kick out of it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm glad it's out there. I think it's hilarious and and kind of, uh, I don't know. I don't take anything very seriously. I think, I think that's a, a, a quality and a flaw I have. But I think I would just approach it from, like, here's some conspiracy theories. Explain, like, go into detail about what, what what they were trying to do or what you know just like i said relaying information just laying it out there not saying hey this is true you need to believe this i'm not trying to preach to anybody i just i like conspiracy theories well, it's like, i enjoy them it's like the man uh the mandalorian effect i almost done it uh it's just, like the just, mandela <laughs> effect i mean that's got to go in the dictionary you read it and your brain either agrees with it or it's like, no, that's not true. But you really don't know about it because you honestly hadn't thought about it until it was brought up. So you're, you don't know if your mind's tricking you into just arguing with it or just saying, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's the trouble with the Mandela effect, right? Because we do misremember things. I mean, memory is very flawed. Very flawed. In fact, I, I kind of did a, a, a thought exercise the other day. I was trying to remember the first thing I remember. Like, I, try, I, I know I remember kindergarten. So I was like five. I was like, what do I remember before that? 
So I was trying to like recall my first memories, but it's it's so hazy that I don't know if it was before or after that some of the yeah. stuff. Like my timeline gets screwed up bad enough as it is, but as I try to think back that that far, like I'll have to ask my mom sometimes, like, did I just dream this or did this happen? Yeah. Did I go to a petting zoo and punch a monkey? <laughs> like I'm I'm not I'm just making that up by the way. Just yeah, because they don't have monkeys. I got the monkey zoos. society on the line, and they're not happy. No, I've never punched a monkey. I, I actually kind of like monkeys, but um. I'll have to ask her, like, did this happen? Did that? She's like, no. What are you talking about? Yeah. I was like, I don't know. It just seems like I remember that. But, yeah, we misremember a lot. a lot. But here's the thing. On the other side of the coin with the Mandela effect is if me and you both recall something differently, that's one thing. But if you have thousands and thousands of people that say, yes, that used to be like this, I am positive. Oh, yeah. I understand. It now, starts I, to give weight to it when there's so many people coming forward and say, no, that's not right. I completely understand what the Mandela effect is. I'm just saying I don't know personally sometimes that when I'm going through and reading stuff like new Mandela effect videos out, so you go and watch it. Some of that stuff that's never, I've never even thought Bonnie of. Bonnie see in the house. So I don't know if my brain is instantly saying, you know what, they're right. Or you know what, man, screw that. That's not true. I'll, so, be, the, I'll be the first one, as much as I like the Mandela effect and the idea of it being such a crazy thing, uh, I'll be the first one to go, no, nah, I don't. I don't remember that. Yeah, that way. some of them I, I'm like, no, I don't remember. But then that. some of them are like, wow, why do they call it Chuck E. Cheeses? It used to be Chuck E. Cheese. Why do See, they put that extra that, S on that? Chuck E. Cheese is what? Pizza? I can. That's like a possessive yeah. noun. Well, Chuck E. Cheese is. That would be. Like, if if Clint's name was Chuck E. Cheese, that would be Chuck E. Cheese's soda right there. <laughs> but that's kind of what it's implying. The building, the the restaurant, all like of this. it is Chuck E. Cheese's. It's his. The little rat, Chucky. Oh, I know. I'm familiar. I was at a Chuck E. Cheese one day, and the and the boy that was the young boy that was in the suit walking around like patting kids on the head and shit. He got too hot and passed out, and they had to take him out on an ambulance. And, and kids were freaking. All out. these kids were crying, and I I'm a piece of shit and couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> That's hilarious. He was fine, by the way. He just got too hot. I, I don't laugh at other people's expense when they're hurt. He had a Mandela effect. They proved that. Uh, there was actually t- it was the Bernstein Bears and the Bernstein Bears. Oh, it was both. They were both. Why did they change it? I don't know. Well, well the argument about the Bernstein Bears is it's like German, and that's how you would say that yeah. in Bernstein. Yeah. Or and then the other pronunciation was Bernstein and Bernstein. Bernstein. That just that sounds German. It's Bernstein and Bernstein. Was the two different. But it's different spellings too. And spellings, yeah. Dude, we we, we can stay on this. All yeah, day. we probably should because I could I could I could do a whole. We need to one day. I guess the Mandela effect hit me the hardest because it actually gave me a slight touch of existential dread. I'm not even kidding. You remember when we? But first then I thought, like, what does it really matter though? Um, what if we are in a parallel universe? I'm just arrogant enough to think this is Earth Prime. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you remember when we was telling Alex about it, 
and oh, it dude. blowed his mind. One of my work studies like had to stop because like he was about to have a panic attack talking about it. Because he was like, "Holy shit, Alex this is crazy!" Was, man, it was yeah. hilarious to me. <laughs> but let me let me talk something else on the notes real quick. You uh, should have been here like 15 minutes ago. We were talking all about you. Well, I tell you what. One thing that I was trying to explain and can't because I still don't understand it is this whole thing that everybody's mad at D and D about that open license thing. Tell me if I've got this right. This is the way I explained it. You still you could write your own shit. For D and D and sell it, and they didn't care, but now they do. Is that basically in a nutshell? Sorta. They want to get money off of it. Yeah. If you do it now, they used to. They just didn't care because they got their own stuff. They're selling. Well, the, I mean, the key was a player's handbook day, is not cheap. <laughs> well, back in the day, what it was is it wasn't worth to Wizards of the Coast for their writers and and R and D and stuff like that to go in and write an adventure. It wasn't worth it because they wouldn't sell enough because they're not selling to everybody. They're only selling to the DMs. Yeah. So it's a, it's a small, you know, it's a, it's a real small audience that they're trying to sell to, you know, a real small part. And so they were like, well, we'll just allow everybody to use our stuff and create their own stuff as long as they don't use the trademark. Then they can sell it on their own. And But you have to have the player's handbook. To be able to play it. When you say the trademark, though, they can still call it the Dungeons and Dragons module. Boy, they can't. They can't. What they did is, well, as long as you don't put most of them back in the day when it was 3.0, 3.5 version, most of them back in the day, they had a thing either on the back of the book or in the front on the front page that said it. It would say, uh, what what? uh, It would usually say something in the first line about you'll need the Dungeons and Dragons uh, it, it'll tell you which book, handbook yeah, which and, book you had to use. Which in turn is making them money. Basically. I mean, you're, they're advertising yeah. for them. But what it is now is Hasbro owns Wizards of the Coast and Hasbro got a new CEO and they said, well, we're not monetizing on as much as we should be. So they said, they we're going to start this new open game license where the first draft that came out, they've, they've redone it since the first the first draft came out, and it supposedly got leaked. But they think now that was just put, like, they don't think it actually just got leaked. It got leaked on purpose. Yeah. Kind of thing. So what they did is, the first one that came out said, basically, uh, if you make, a, as a company, if you make over $750,000, you owe us 25% of it at the end of the year. Jesus. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Who is selling fifth edition modules that are making that kind of well, money? There, there's they're like companies. five to $20 I mean, a this piece. Is, this is uh, Pathfinder, which is the second largest, as far as that side of gaming, this is the second largest company. And that's what they did up until they've almost got completely away from the original content anyway. And uh, they've got their own role system and everything now. So, But what it was, they made it Dungeons & Dragons... Wizards of the Coast made it easy because you had what was called SRD, which was things you could use while you were... It was things that was actually in printed in one of their books that you were allowed to use in your adventure. And even... They would even say, like, all you've got to do is copy and paste this word for word. You don't have to change anything on it. Well, that's the big, that's the big part of it because I can create... You know, they don't have a patent on elves 
Or they right. don't have a patent on goblins dwarves or, or, or but maybe an owlbear. Goblins or stuff like that. Maybe a. Uh, I know they've got a patent on beyonders, elithids, the beholder, uh, beholders. That's what I meant. Beholders, beholder, yeah. beholder, the oh. elithids, and this then their characters. Beast. You know, like yeah. drits, and you can't use that kind of stuff <clears throat> unless you go through that. Then they had their own called DMs Guild, where people can create content. Bugbears. That's what I was trying stuff. to think of. Bugbears. On DMs Guild, people can create stuff with even their their trademark stuff and put on there. But on DMs Guild, they automatically get 50% of it, of whatever you make. So, I mean, people on there... But how it affects... Uh, yeah, how like does it affect Roles us? Got into it. As far as us, it just means there's not going to be a lot of third party that's creating modules and adventures and well we don't need them we got you well <laughs> here's the thing and this uh, is we're not gonna I, tell on I, you. I posted this online. even though we're talking about this on a podcast that people yeah. listen to i it. posted this online like i bought curse of strife i bought the uh i've got the uh D beyond version i've got the roll 20 version and i bought the uh taroka deck well i wouldn't have ever bought those because i had read curse of strife and even though it's good if I wasn't going online and watching people play Curse of Strahd, because that ties into it a little bit, but if I hadn't been going online watching people play Curse of Strahd and then watching a video, there's a video group called Lunchbox Heroes that that makes everything more detailed. They put more details in They take yeah. modules and they add more details to it. Well, if I wouldn't have been watching them, I'd have never bought Curse of Strahd. So that's where Dungeons & Dragons is going to miss out. And that's why that's like us. You know, we're planning on running Curse of Strahd next, but we would have never got there if I hadn't have seen those videos on, on YouTube and got really interested that way. Yeah, it goes back to what I was saying before. So, it's like they're cutting away their free advertisement. Yeah, and it's not costing them a thing for anybody else to do it. Because, again, what are you going to do without your player's handbook and a monster's manual and all but, the other, you know, not to mention the Of course, when a new CEO accessories comes in, and, when a new CEO comes into any company... They want, they want to, to make the profit, profit. goes up. Yeah. And this one came in from Hasbro. And they're kind of saying, okay, well, maybe it's not even Wizards of the Coast. Maybe that leak that Wizards of the Coast put out there of this open game license, maybe that leak is what started all of it. And maybe Wizards of the Coast did that on purpose to get the pushback so that Hasbro would just say, okay, well, we're not going to do it. We're going to stick with the old open game license. Yeah. But where it comes in, it, it's never going to hurt us unless, like you told me the other day, we were talking about one adventure that I had ran, and you said, why don't you write that out and publish it? Well, now, if I did that, like, okay, I'm not, I'm probably not going to make You could seven, sell that Christmas module. But yes. I'm not going to make I thought it was a, I thought shots. you bought it, well, but I you made it up. I never had to worry about it, because I didn't feel like I would make $750,000 off of it. You know, and then if I did, I owe them 25%. Well, that doesn't bother me. Yeah. You know, if I make seven hundred fifty thousand dollars, something I'm putting online digital one time, I don't care that I'm paying seventy five or twenty five percent of the profit. It doesn't bother me. But the other problem that they had is in the original open game license. If I would have created that this Christmas special thing, they also said that Wizards of the Coast could go ahead and just pull it and say, "Okay, we're going to reprint it under our name." And you wouldn't. And get I wouldn't even get any it. credit. It would be like you writing a song, and then me taking that song and going, "Oh, here, look what I did," and I would just steal your song. 
yeah. completely steal your song and say, oh, here, look what I did. And so now they tried to backtrack on a lot of that stuff. They come out with a statement, but there's a lot of it wasn't enough, but it wasn't enough. Well, they're talking about so many people like had deleted already, de like unsubscribed and deleted their D&D Beyond account. That's what we were talking about earlier. Some of the big and, names have already just and then pulled it. Even Critical Role, you know, Critical Role's probably, they probably almost make as much as Wizards of the Coast, you know, as far as their overall thing. Well, they even said that, you know, they created their own publisher uh, a few years ago, a couple of years ago, where they said after this campaign, they're going to probably run their own system rather than run Dungeons and Dragons, which they've uh -huh. been doing. Well, they started. But out how closely can you quote unquote so, copy D and D and still be within the copyright laws? Well, here's the thing: on there's no such thing. You can't copyright or put a patent on a game mechanics. You can't do that. So yeah, but if I came out with a game that's almost exactly like Monopoly, doesn't matter. I'm pretty sure you they're going to figure out a way to sue me. You can run Monopoly, and as they can't as long as you don't Monopoly. use anything that they've got trademarked. Yeah. Like so I can do like great value Monopoly, basically. Yeah. And then why don't people do that? They do. You a can go to a bookstore now and find. Mississippi State Monopoly or Ole Miss Monopoly. They always keep those. But I thought that was under the umbrella of the, the Monopoly company. Like, Walmart they're getting has, their money. Walmart has Monroe Oh, there's a Monroe County, County Yeah, there's Monopoly. a Monroe County Monopoly. Yeah. But it's called Monroe County Monopoly. Yeah. Gosh, I got so many jokes for that, but I'd piss a lot of people off. But there's a... Uh, you can't... You can't... It's just... It's not really like... Like, I couldn't go... And that's the thing. Like, I can't go... If, if there's a D&D &D spell that I want to use... In an adventure that I'm writing out, or a, or a setting, or a, something like that, on uh, back in the day, I could just copy those spells as long as it wasn't one that's trademarked. Like that's why on D and D Beyond, like Kel, I know this because he uses spells. There's Tiny Hut, and then there's Leoman's Le Tiny, Tiny Hut. Tiny Hut. Leoman's Tiny Hut is trademarked. Tiny Hut is out there for it's called SRD. It's, it's just the generic. exact same spell. It's just the generic version, yeah. and there's, there's a, like, uh, keep talking. I'm wherever it's got names on, like Tasha. There's a Tasha spell. Uh, it's uh, Bigby's hand. Yeah. That's why on Critical Role on uh, it's called, Machina, it's they called call it Scanlan's hand, hand because they don't have a patent on Bigby's hand. So it's the same spell. It's just a different name. And I want to get my, <clears throat> I want to get my mage hand up to that. Out that, that, that they're gonna, that's the kind of stuff that they're wanting to stop. But if you get far enough away, you can still use the roll, the D20 system of some sort, a 3.5 or, cause that's what everybody called Pathfinder because they kept going with the 3.5 yeah. open game license and then expanded on it. And everybody called it for a while, called it D&D 3.75. Oh. Even though it wasn't owned by D&D, &D, well, then Pathfinder said, well, let's get away from it and start our own. Can you system. copyright the, the term 5th so, edition? Because it could be the 5th edition of anything. Like, Oh, no. I'm you sure could just write a module and say this is a live action. I mean, I mean not live action. This is, a role, this is a role-playing fantasy game compatible with 5e. They might and not use to, the word uh, Dungeons & Dragons at all. 
Yeah, and that's what the old the old D20 system was what it was in third edition. It was just called the D20 system. Yeah. Well, now it's called 5E, and everybody will put 5E compatible on everything. And, and that's what they'll do to get around that. And there's a lot of ways. I've, the ones I've, that aren't just mad about it and leaving. There's tons of lawyers already looking into it from other companies. Like every, every single company that's a halfway decent-sized company that did that kind of stuff, has already got lawyers looking into everything. Yeah, and the thing and is, it I don't even really. It hasn't I, taken. A I understand where they're coming from, especially when you put it in terms of like, well, you, I can take your song and write new lyrics to it and put it out there, but they should. They shouldn't. Have, I mean, they've been doing it for so long now, and it's okay. And then all of a sudden, it's not. It's like trying to egg, take the eggs out of the cake after you bake it. Like it's well, it, it's too late. You should have. You should have done that from the start. Supposedly, this isn't going. It's to been affect. years. Years. Like anything that's going on now, because Fifth Edition isn't part of this open game license. Fifth Edition is part of the old open game license. So they're saying it's not even going to start until twenty twenty four. Until a new when version one D and D comes out, which is basically D and D six edition, or is it going to be five point five? Or well, technically they got really a five point five out now. Another thing, what? There's the, no big change on the it. fifth edition. Is just uh, <coughs> what they're doing with this. It's called one D and D, and they made it backwards compatible with fifth edition. So like we could start implementing one D and D rules into our game. But we're still playing fifth edition. Is that why you said we're gonna start getting an inspiration every long rest? Yeah, that's one of the new. That's pretty freaking awesome. Because I've been sitting on an inspiration from from the the first week of this campaign. But that's also going to make an inspiration not that great anymore. Imagine being able to re-roll a twenty any time though. Yeah, but it's going to take that that what used to be. Oh, dude, I got an inspiration point, man. To now, it's like. I got a dozen. Yeah, that's true. You don't have to try to work for it. The only problem, but the only problem we had here, and this is just because me, the only problem we had here is I forget to give them out, and like Mark sometimes forgets to use it. Yeah, when it could have come in handy, and so I forget to give them out. So that's why I told Mark. I said, "Well, just tell me tonight, and we'll start giving inspiration after." Remember, we tried to use one whenever he got killed on the uh, Mm -hmm. the first campaign, but it didn't work. We used them a lot when I played online because uh, somebody would remind you, hey, have you got inspiration? Like if we yeah. needed to do something really big and we missed out on it, somebody else on the on the server would go, hey, have you got inspiration? Yeah, yeah, can I use that? And the DM would say, yeah, you can, you, you know. Well, to um, me, it's a fun little reward to try to impress your DM so he'll give you one, you know? Yeah, yeah it, it makes is, a and role, I like to do them for role-playing. makes the role-play better. Or... Uh, like at the beginning, I think when we start Curse of Stride, and I'm, I think I'm gonna have somebody each week tell us what we did last week. Yeah, you know, do a recap for the last game. Are we gotta do that before? now. Are you so. not gonna do the session recaps like you? I really liked it. I'm gonna I, go back to that. I enjoyed those. I just got to where I ran out of time. Didn't have a lot of time. There it does take a, a lot of time. Yeah, and. Then you Plus, have I have to set everything. and remember everything. Now we have those cool journals that you got us. Was that you that or you got? Them. You got, got those for us for Christmas. Yeah. Oh, you got me D and D something. No, I got you the the beard. All the those Viking badass horns. And, I need to start yeah, using those. Horns. Um, but yeah, I'm going to start make, taking notes in that journal. And what I kind of wanted to do is is get like a ghostwriter or somebody to take all those session recaps and like put rewrite it in a story form and like make us a book out of it That'd be well we cool. could take what he's our own got amusement on our discord server and 
kind of turn I, need an editor, I need an editor that knows what yeah an editor, editor that's what i meant not a ghostwriter an editor to it's or a ghostwriter to know, turn it to it. convert it from a, a yeah. recap to a story form because i'm not i'm not a I'm definitely not like an English major. I, I'm <laughs> terrible at structure and punctuation. Like, I'm good at online. I'm better than most people because I will capitalize and I will put commas and periods. But I don't always know if that should be a comma or a semicolon. Yeah. I've never been a big fan of grammar so, Nazis, especially on social media. Me because, look, I'm making a social media post to my crazy friends. I'm not I writing... I'm not writing an essay for my dissertation at college yeah, that's yeah. going to be graded. I'm it's just bullshitting a, with my dumbass friends. I don't need you to critique it. I don't care if I spelled it it's wrong. It's not a headline. I don't care if post. I didn't use the right grammar. This is, I would be talking with my mouth if this wasn't a keyboard <laughs> interface. You know, it's it's casual in that setting. But yeah. I read a book. You know, I like to read. There was a book I read one time. And at the very beginning, I don't remember what book it was, but at the very beginning of it, the author had put, I write the way I want to. My grammar's not, right. like, it may not be all, it may not be right. Well, I do have editors check it. Yeah. But he's it's like, like, if you if know I write, what I meant, then I got it across. Yeah. That's good enough for me. One of my biggest things is I like to start a sentence with but, and you're never supposed to start a sentence with yeah. but. Yeah. But I do it and, all the time. Or, and it doesn't bother. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> you know, if somebody doesn't like that. What are those called? And, or, but, nor, for? Conjunctions. Conjunctions? And you're not supposed to start a sentence start a sentence with, with them, but I will all the time. Oh, I'm the and, king of run-on sentences. Oh, oh me, me too. too. Me too. I'll be like, I got it. Surely I'm supposed to put like four or five periods in this, but I just didn't. I'm real bad at work emails. Yeah. They'll get on to me. They're like, look, you got to be more professional. I'm like, dude, I didn't go to Oxford. Well, uh, they say that because you don't wear pants to work sometimes. Yeah. Oh, that was, that's, that's a different your grammar. That's, that's a different HR pants. issue right there. <laughs> Homer Simpson. Well, speaking of D&D, uh, let's wrap this bad boy up. And, uh, well, get, I got one more thing I want to touch on real quick. Touch it. Christina Ricci is officially the voice of Harley Quinn for Spotify's new podcast, The Harley Quinn and the Joker, Sound Mind. Okay. I'll it's check a, that out. It's a podcast mini show something. And you just get it wherever podcasts are well, available? No, it's, or? What I've seen, it's only on Spotify. Only Okay, Spotify exclusive. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, HBO Max, I believe, has a uh, a Batman podcast yeah. that I keep meaning to listen to and I forget about it. But yeah, it's I exclusive, think I, listened, I think, to HBO Max. I think I listened to one of them back when we was doing the Game of Thrones and House of Dragons podcast. Yeah. And it popped up. I listened to a few of those, the House of Dragon podcast. They, they were pretty good. They were? Gave some good insight. Yeah, yeah, there I'm was on. one that would do an initial reaction to every episode, and then the next day do a deep dive. A deep dive, yeah. And they would like, really break it, it down. I, you also find out stuff. Like the, the girl that played uh, Allison, uh, the young version of Allison, she was also the young version of Wonder Woman. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, I forgot about like, that. One of these days, I'm gonna oh. get to play my own character, and not be the young, <laughs> not version. be the young version. <laughs> yeah. So. So yeah, I'm gonna check that out though. And when is that? It's already out. 
Oh, I'll check that out tomorrow. Yeah, I'm catching. I'm catching up on Camp Blood Radio right now. They finally came out of their little break they were on. It's a Friday the Thirteenth podcast, but I can't say much about that because I've used up my Friday the Thirteenth talk for one episode. <laughs> I've exceeded my limit, but it was Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, the other day. So I've got a, a, an excuse. What day was that? I think it was Friday, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure the date was the 13th. 13th. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, uh, thanks for listening to episode 193. Man. So close to 200. So I can smell it. And I don't even have to use my... Uh... Rock is cooking. Okay. <laughs> Y'all don't remember that? Of course oh, I yeah. do. That used to be my niece's favorite. She'd run around the house. She was a baby. You smell the rock cooking. And we'd just die out laughing. So, uh, sometimes Mark refers to himself in the third person. And I think I got some of that, you know, from The Rock. <laughs> but anyway, thanks for listening to episode 193 of Real Pop Culture. We've been broadcasting live from high atop the first and only floor of the Killjoy headquarters. At the Killjoy Ranch. Love you, bye. Love you, mean it. She crashed out. That bell ringing still. It's got good resonance. It's got good it, sustain. Yeah. I hope that comes through.